You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and this episode of WAG is being broadcast from Fulton Market inside West Loop, inside Chicago, Illinois. And my guest host today uh, is one of our, uh, someone that's already been on the podcast, Eric Wiest, who just took a drink of my vodka Red Bull, sugar-free Red Bull. Eric, welcome back. Thank you for doing this. Uh, You've got a busy schedule. People need you and they um, look for you. The government needs you. You're popular. You're always telling me how many people are texting you, Snapchat. Uh, How do you make time for me today? What? Why would you do this again? I enjoy it. The, no one needs me. Actually, I'm I'm right where I need to be. That's sweet. How many is this for you? Just two, or have you done this three times now? This is three, I believe. Oh yeah, I had you on alone, and you didn't say anything. Right. <laughs> yes, that's very true. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's kind of a weird night. Stop flipping in that chair. We're at my office, um, which is within the same basically two blocks of where I live. And uh, it's currently 845 on a Tuesday night. It's raining. It's cold. Eric worked out. And now he took a shot. And he's like wasted from one shot because he drank. And I'm on my second uh, vodka sugar-free Red Bull. So... We're turning to booze and we're in my office. Um, so what yeah, why are you you don't live in Chicago? Why are you back? What are you always doing here? And what are you up to? I'm always here because I'm doing training for my current position with the government that I have, which is the Department of Labor. You're labor. Yeah. So the Department of Labor. So that's where they hold training here. It's in Arlington Heights. And then obviously when I have time, I come and if you're available, we do our thing, kick it. That's sweet. Thank you, Eric. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Where were you? I was actually, I went home. I went to go see my parents. That was the first Mishawaka. Yes, in Mishawaka, Indiana. Um, I was home. I went to go see my parents for the first time for Thanksgiving in three years, actually. Um, because last year I was stranded in Austin, Texas. And then before that I had, um, grad school and all that jazz. So that's where I was at. What do you mean stranded in Austin? Well, cause that was during like, it was, I believe that was like when all of the snowstorms started in Austin. And then it was like throughout the month, <laughs> the month of, the end of November and then beginning month of December and lasted kind of all through December. So, mm. and when there's any ice rain that turns to ice as well as snow in Austin, everybody freaks out. So your parents are still married then? Yes, they're still married. Okay. They married a long time. Yeah. Ever actually 32 years. As old oh. as I was. Good for them. Good for them. And anytime I hear that, it makes me happy. Um, hmm. Okay, so you're back in the city. You're always in Arlington Heights. I'm not reading everything, Eric. I don't script everything. You're in Arlington Heights, and you come by, uh, sweet of you, and now we're here. And uh, yeah, God, that vodka, man, just pumps through my veins. I feel it immediately. I actually, this is my second night drinking in a row, and it's only Tuesday. So I was on a flight home last night. I never, ever drink on flights. 
But so I go, so I order a Diet Coke. And then the guy next to me orders a gin and tonic. Everybody, I was in business this time. Everybody's ordering booze because it's free there up there. But I don't drink on flights. But then I'm like, mm, I'm kind of emotional uh, tonight. I'm stressed. It's a late flight. So then I start ordering vodka cranberry and then two vodka tonics. And I could tell he really liked me. So by the end, he was making like triples. Did you just burp? Okay. Um, and... He was so good, I thought, and I believe this because flight attendants to me are in service and they, they're kind of like waiters and waitresses. So I tipped him when I left 20 bucks because he did, did a nice job. Only the second time I ever tipped anyone. Would, would you tip someone for being a good flight attendant or no? Yes. I, I'm actually a pretty good tipper. Even if I get to go orders, a lot of people I know, they don't tip. Um, but I, It's hard to be a good tipper when you have no money, but okay. I know. That's how you feel, right? <laughs> Yes, I'm a very good tipper. I tip probably when a lot of people don't. So you do? Yes, I always do. Like when? When would you tip when other people don't? You don't tip more than I do. I don't. I'm saying a lot of people do not tip on to-go orders, oh. and I still usually tip twenty percent or more sometimes. Well, but, but hold on. Why would you tip on a to-go order? I, I agree with those people. What are they doing? I don't know. I guess I'm just generous. Okay. But you've never tipped a flight attendant like I have. Oh, I don't get anything on my flights. Right. It's hard to be in the last row and coach. All right. Um, yeah. So we had uh, the Thomas family uh, had an uneventful uh, Thanksgiving 2023, which is the second consec- consecutive event. Where the- Would you stop messing with that chair? You're driving me nuts. Stop tilting your chair back. It's not going to fall over. Um, a little kit. So there was no drama at, at our Thanksgiving. Uh, we're riding high. Uh, I'm sure third time's a charm and something terrible will happen at Christmas. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I got to give everyone everyone props. Although Madeline wasn't there and sometimes she's part of it, but I, I don't want to just blame her. Everyone can be part of it. Uh, I rented a Tesla Model Y. Uh, for my rental Thanksgiving week. I got to say, I did like it, but I thought having no speedometers, having no messages, controls right in front of you when you're driving a car makes no sense. I like how minimalistic it is, but that doesn't make sense for when your eyes are on the road. I think the the S and the X make a lot more sense because they do have those right in front of the steering column. Uh, I would like to rent an X um, in one of my future trips. Uh, also, I supercharged the car in Naples. It's crazy fast for electric. There's a whole like vibey culture there. Um, it, it, you can feel it. So it, it's amazing what they've created to make people like into this. But I can see why kind of. I still like my car better, but I get the attraction. And the bottom line is, and I have a, I have a hybrid, nobody beats Tesla's charging network. They were everywhere. I mean, I was... I'm in Naples. I was at a, a, you know, that Naples Grand Hotel. They had him in the basement of that thing. That's an old ass hotel, and they had the not supercharger, but whatever that that next tier down. You know, it's just they're just everywhere. So there was none in our complex, so I had to leave. But I only charge it like two or three times, and I guess you only charge it to eighty percent because that's better. And then if you like type in GPS, the car will automatically start preparing to be charged, so it's faster and. It's it's not I don't find it that inconvenient to sit there. But other electric cars, like I've noticed, it takes way longer and the supercharger just can't be beat. Um so anyway, that was our rental car. But what do you think? Do you like Tesla? 
Yes, I'm a big fan of Tesla. Um, yeah, with the superchargers and just the charging in general, I agree with that. From what I have read and understood and heard that you don't you get it down to 10% the char or the battery and then it's quick it's easier if you get it down to 10% and then charge it all the way up to 80, I guess or 100 if need be because if you are let's say you're at 60 and you and you stop for a random reason just to charge it it's harder it's going to take just as much time to get to that 80 or 100% that it would if you were at 10% all did you know that no yes well and i noticed it would it would tell me like go to 100 if you have a long trip daily driving 80 so i never took it to 100 um i have noticed now that the weather's changed my battery if i've got my like climate control on in my car it it kills it it really short and i only have like in cold weather i only, I only have like 49 miles uh, in electric with my car so i did kind of notice that but i guess what happens if the ba- i don't know like if my batteries like do they degrade faster than a, than an engine or do they last a lot longer than like a regular fuel engine they must i, I don't know actually you know batteries in general like, like batteries in an electric car, like when would I, re- if I kept my car a long time, when are they going to have to be replaced? Um, I mean, the only thing that I know about Tesla from what I read is that the it's like, I think it's at a, you get battery warranty anyways until like a hundred thousand or it's like three or four years maybe, which I believe is where I think is a long time. So I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, that, that question might be too, <laughs> the, what am I trying to say here? The, um, it's beyond you. Yeah. I never have experts on here. Sam couldn't answer shit either. So, uh, yeah, you guys should have to Google, Google that one. The evidence is too new to assess. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Um, what is new with your car? You have an old car. The last time I talked to you, there was yet another problem. What's going on with that? You still have the same crappy car? Yep, still driving it. I'm driving it till it till it goes out. Um, no, I just needed new struts. That was it. Uh, everything engine wise and everything else is completely fine. So, don't you get a company car with your job to come up here? Yeah, yeah, we get a state vehicle. So that's what I've been driving around. Um, An old police car. Technically, yes. Yeah, it's it's an actual um, undercover Dodge Durango that was converted from an old police. I like that. That's sweet. Is it black? It is black. Wow. It's uh, valet and noble right now. Maybe they'll think you're some official guy. Um, okay, Eric, I don't know if you have anything else in your life. You can chime in with the rest of the podcast. But um, yeah, well, I had too much caffeine, man. Oof, that Red Bull. You can have some of this. Here you go um yeah i don't know me personally i still feel unfulfilled um i'm not that surprised uh besides working remote alone uh, i think i know what it is my personality feeds off attention and it feeds off feeling needed i think i know that about myself we know that i don't get attention enough attention and that's why i want maybe to be famous but i also never feel needed so I'm interested in one of these positions as a hobby. Do you, do you agree with this so far? Do you think I need both those things as my friend of 10 years? I mean, I don't think you need to be famous, but... But do I need attention? No. You don't need attention. I mean, if 
you can seek it if that's what's going to make you feel better. But I don't, I feel like that's just, I don't know. I feel like it's something that's not very needed, to be honest, in my opinion. Is it not needed because it sounds bad or is it just not needed? It's, it sounds kind of like weird, like, or not, not weird, but maybe it's like, mm, you need attention that bad and you're craving attention. That's kind of a turn off. I mean, I guess I would ask, why do you think you need attention? I don't know to feed my ego. I think, I think it comes down to, I just need human interaction and I'm in this glass box here and no one here works with me and no one even like sits by me. And I say hi to the front desk people. And then I go to my cave and it's just sad. And like, like in the past I would plan all these big employee events and holiday events and that's all gone. You know, I don't know. It's all about people, I think. I just want human interaction. It's just decreased year after year. No, I, I mean, I guess I agree with that. Human interaction, human interaction is good. Being social with people is good. I think it's better for just yourself being in mind in general. Um, it keeps you socially active and can also keep you physically active, depending on what you're doing. But so, yeah, there there is a health aspect to it mentally. And I mean... If you're going out, hanging out with people, doing whatever physically as well. So, yeah, yeah. physically, like working out. <laughs> you just worked out in my building. How was that? How's my gym? Your gym is actually really good. I liked it. Um, it was actually busy for an apartment gym. I've never been like my apartment gym is not busy at all. Well, my apartment gym is actually nice and yours is shit. I think everybody's just scared of me in my apartment gym. So any hot chicks in there? I just, I go to there to work out. I don't look around. Yeah, but bullshitter. All right. Um, yes, I don't feel needed. So I'm interested in one of the following positions as my hobby. I want to be, so I, you know, I'm, I fly a lot. I want to be one of the guys who drives on the tarmac in one of those white trucks with yellow lights at an airport. And they're like, they must be security or they're like escorting things around. I like that. Um, or I could be an Illinois Minuteman. And they are basically the guys in the tow trucks in on Chicago highways, but they also have sirens and they're going to like accidents. They're trying to get cars out of the highway as fast as possible if they're disabled. Although that's like a tow truck driver. Maybe that's hard, harder for me. Um, and then, or I could be like a toll road worker, like, you know, Mishawaka, although I don't want to live in Indiana, but I could like the toll road. They have amazing equipment these days kind of same sort of thing as like a community service like responder and they have like red and white and yellow lights not just yellow lights it's kind of you know more serious and then i saw these like these community service guys in naples they had pickup trucks and they seem to be more official than normal they have like computers and stuff just like a police car would have and they respond to accidents just like police so i i feel like i could really look into this I just worry how much vacation time they give because I'm I'm out of pocket a lot. What, what's your? You see what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. Like I've got a little bit of time. I I you know I don't mind. You know at night or I would work twenty four. I don't know. There's something here. I need something. I'm searching. So you're saying you want to be like. You want to do that stuff as well as what you're doing right now. I mean, I'm not saying I want to do it as a career. But I just want to be involved in some way helping people. I'm not helping anybody. I do corporate insurance for a living. I should be shot for what I do. Just profit 
bullshit captive, whatever you want to call it. I just, there's, there's, I've still, there's still too much time in my day is what I'm talking to talking about. I have too much time. I have too much energy. I, I fly out of bed in the morning and then I sit at a desk and it's not enough. It's not enough. And it makes me depressed. Why don't you join like, aren't there like alumni groups here? Oh, fuck that. For who? For some weirdo nerds that I don't even know. I have all these friends. They're not in those groups. They're they're raising their kids right now. Yeah, they're dealing with with poopy diaper. <laughs> I know they're gone. They're gone, and I'm I see them. That I'm not saying I don't see my friends, but there, there's got to be something else. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not busy enough. Still, I'm way busier than I was eight months ago. But it's it's not enough. So. You just got to get out more and do something, I guess. And even all this travel isn't enough. I guess, well, I was going to say, I guess whether it's some part-time work. The traveling helps. I guess if it's some part-time work, if you want to do that, or I don't know. I feel like there's something that you could like get involved with. And yeah. that way you're at least meeting more people. I mean, I hit a brick wall since January of 2021. I, I just, something, it's been so hard. It's so hard. Life is just a bitch as you get older. It's fucked. Fuck me. I mean, I <laughs> I think it's pretty fun as you get older. I'm having... Okay, great. All right, fuckhead. All right. Um, yeah, I did see Eric uh, shirtless tonight, uh, post-workout. And honestly, you're kind of a fat fuck these days. You're drinking too much milk. You're. I don't see that much tone. You've got kind of a big back, but... It's like squishy in some parts. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's you drank something with? You drank like a Jolly Rancher smoothie before you went to work out. What was that? Yeah, I have no. I I've lost all my muscle, so I'm just going downhill from here. You don't really think that you do have a lot of muscle, right? Yes, I'm just kidding. Obviously, isn't it better to have a more natural human look than a crazy, like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was 25 look? Like, isn't it like a, a kind of a sexier thing and just healthier and you're not on chemicals and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I, I feel great, um, at my age right now. And I think that it's better to, you know, just, I guess, take what, even if it's a little bit of supplements, protein wise or creatine wise, whatever, um, you think will work for you. And I would rather do that than, do something enhanced, I guess, is what they would say. What's enhanced mean? Taking um, illegal supplements oh. or taking steroids or yeah. Okay. Well, I will, what I will say on that topic though, have um, do you know? I'm gonna ask you something. Do you know a guy by the name of Gary Brecca? I no, I don't. He's a um human biologist and he became oh, right at the top. he's a human biologist and he became pretty big when he helped out um dana white you know who dana white is i do yes i do okay so he um does genetic like methylation and what that is is it is a test that they do like they do a cheek swab and then they tell you like your deficiencies with um, like nutrients, um, amino acids and other things that you might have. And 
once you get that test, you can, one, and you find out what you or your deficiencies are, you can take, you can supplement that and then that'll help you, you know, become a, like a better version of you health wise. And that way you're not taking prescribed medications that you may or may not need. So I plan on doing that at some point this year or next year. Are you on any prescribed medications now? No, I'm not. Uh-uh. Like what? Not depression stuff. What, what do you mean? Am you mean I- like depression medication or anxiety medication that, or just you're talking about, what are you talking about? It's everything like thyroid medication, blood pressure medication, or yeah, or depression medication, um, SSRIs, anything, um, amphetamines, like anything. You're like saying that. it's all, it, it could all be fixed biologically, physically, and maybe like you're depressed because you're, you're not getting something in your physical body. Yes. So yeah, there's, I mean, potentially, but, um, so like a lot of people say like genetically, um, like something gets passed down from their parents, which could possibly be a yes or no, but a lot of times it's because you're deficient in something. Um, and I, I've been watching his podcasts and he has like a medical team and all of that. And it's actually pretty interesting. And like the test that you, you can get a test from him or you can get it from like anywhere that's close. Um, I'm sure there's some, some around here, but I plan on doing it and you only need to do it once in your life. So, yeah, that's cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm on this 150 Wellbutrin and I guess it helps. Sometimes I feel like it makes me foggy and I don't know what I should really be doing, but I feel like I've already, I've just been foggy in general for two years. So I don't know. But I, I like that. That's a good, that's a great point. How about if I do, or when I do it, I will come back and we can talk about it. Yeah. And then. Good idea. Good idea. You can bring that little, that Chad back on too. Oh, uh, okay. So I did get a response. You guys heard what I said to my building related last time I read the email. Um, they did respond to me. Uh, sweet Kyle works at another building in Chicago now, so he's gone. But I got a response from the main guy uh, at Related after our our parking drama. You, you know about that. So so they've we don't have enough parking spots in our building because of this. They're I pay three seventy five. They're raising all parking spots. They're making it all reserved now, and it's all going to be five hundred bucks a month. So I sent an email that I wasn't happy. I'll just read this, I guess, because not everyone listens to every episode. So this is what I said just quickly. Hi, Kyle. I'm sure this wasn't this wasn't something you or even something your team decided, but I wanted to make sure to send something uh, to pass along. Please don't take this personally, but I feel strongly about this. Related's failure to, to design a building with the correct number of parking spots is not the fault of its new residents. It's not right to muscle people who already signed leases and moved with the expectation of parking at a certain cost because of a building design problem. I will likely remain in our garage and pay the higher price given how bad winters are here and the fact that I have a brand new hybrid. I just don't think it's right. Additionally, Related's decision to have Laz run the parking garage was a poor choice. Laz parking is basically the size of our government. In comparison, they never respond and are completely unaware of what customer service is. I know I'm not the only resident that feels this way about Laz. Given the additional cost, the garage should be heated or at least have sealed entrances with doors at street level. 
to keep the cold out of two and three and secure the garage properly. That would be the expectation at $500 per month and for a building of the Rose caliber. Overall, I love the building and surrounding neighborhood as well as the various building staff. I feel these are legitimate concerns uh, and that I have to pass along. Thank you. Stop waving to people that work here. Eric fake waved to somebody. I know her. She's actually great. You don't know her. Um, so I said that. Kyle doesn't work there. So then I got a response from the main guy. Dear George, I understand your frustration. Oh, God. And disappointment regarding the upcoming changes and enhancements to our parking garage. I genuinely appreciate your candid feedback. I want to assure you that your concerns are heard and taken seriously. Okay. I don't know about that. I acknowledge that a monthly parking rate increase can be inconvenient, and we apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. The decision was not made lightly. And it was based on factors such as maintenance costs, security enhancements, and other necessary improvements to ensure the continued safety and quality of our parking facilities. The shift to reserve parking is aimed at providing a more organized and efficient experience for all residents. Resident demand also demonstrated the preference for reserve parking throughout levels two and three, because they already have reserved on four and five. We believe this change will help alleviate parking related to challenges and enhance overall satisfaction. While we do not believe there is a design problem in the amount of parking spaces available in the garage, we understand this sentiment given this announcement. But by the way, there was a design problem. There are 60, they, they built 60 spots for 300 units in Chicago. Mm -hmm. There is a design problem. Continued, rather, the demand for parking may have exceeded our original anticip anticipations. Nonetheless, while parking spaces are available, we look forward to creating a better parking experience for all resident parkers. I am pleased to hear that you enjoyed the building, staff, and neighborhood. I want to do what I can to help minimize inconvenience for you. While this option may not be preferred, please do let me know if you be you believe you'd be interested in complement complementary parking uh, through November 2024 at our at 737 West Washington Street. I understand this may not be ideal for you or your situation with the hybrid, but wanted to at least offer this as something to consider. If you're available to connect with me next week, blah, 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 I return 1120. Um, so that was his response. He offered me free parking until November at an offsite garage. I was surprised by that. I still am not going to do it, but that was a nice offer. Um, but he he's wrong that there the building was not designed properly. You you don't put everybody's car in there. Pretty much all my neighbors they have fancy cars, you know, so that they're not going to leave either. And if you if you say say you built two hundred spots for three hundred units and only filled one hundred and fifty of those spots with residents, okay. So what do you do with fifty other spots in West Loop? You sell them. You, you know, it's so easy. You know, and five hundred. It's a huge profit, so it's still a mistake. But I appreciate being heard. I don't. Do you think that response was was proper from them? And what do you think of my, I guess, initial complaint? I liked your I liked your um, email to them. I think that they kind of copped out. Yeah. But I mean, if you need me to take care of something, I will. Sure, you will. I felt I. It's a hard time reading that. Like I've had alcohol, I feel like I was at a hard time enunciating everything. <laughs> was that was that hard to listen to? No, I mean, no, I I didn't I didn't know you've been drinking. I haven't. You've had a Modelo and one shot. Okay, Eric, I've got a big hotel backlog. Something you don't know anything about. You typically stay at Ramada Inns and really crappy Airbnbs, but. 
You sleep in your car? In the back seat? Are you going to be able to make it all the way to Arlington Heights tonight, or are you going to sleep at my place? Yes, only time will tell. I don't think you can fit on my really aesthetic couch that I'm going to get rid of because it's not comfy. And you're like, how, how tall are you? Uh, like, like, like 5'11". You're 5'11"? You 6'2"? Or 5'11"? I guess we can... You got to take measure. Okay. All right. We'll figure that out later. Pan Pacific Seattle. Okay. Um, I got to pull this up too. Podcast lists. Here we go, people. I'm sorry. I've got a lot here. You're all waiting on pins and needles. What are you doing? Spinning around, drinking that beer in that chair. (laughs) Pan Pacific Seattle. Nice enough, but it's not new. Great location, really close to Amazon HQ. Um, nice cost alternative to the Four Seasons. Probably a third of what the Four Seasons would cost in Seattle. Better than your standard hotel, but just by a little bit. So I guess I recommend it. Score, yeah, there, take my vodka. You can have that. Pam's road. So service, 7.5. Food, 7. Building setting design, 7.5. Guest to staff ratio, 7.5. Room rating, 7.5. Overall score, 7.4. The standard Highline Hotel in New York City. Very artsy, uh, which artsy doesn't speak to me. Uh, the elevators have some weird animation in them. Reminded me of my brother. Also, it's very busy, but it's an amazing location in Chelsea, New York. Uh, Chelsea is one of my favorite areas of NYC. It's right near Chase, Chelsea Market. Uh, lots of great shopping and dining. It's also right near Little Island Park, that new elevated park that's over the water. Um, uh, which I think, yeah, anyway, it sits over the NYC High Line walking trail, which is also unbelievable and a direct line to Hudson Yards. If you're familiar, uh, location is just stellar, but let's see how they fare. Standard High Line service 7.5, food 7.5, building setting design 8.5, guest staff ratio 7.5, room rating seven, um, for an overall score of 7.6. So, uh, you know. Good. You're still going to pay a little bit. Good location, more north, but you know, not not creme de la creme for me, and probably not for you. The Omni Hotel on ASU's campus. What are you waving your finger at me for? You've said at an Omni before, not this Omni. No, I doubt that. It's brand new. So that's a plus for me. But the staff is either very young or just completely inexperienced and poorly trained. I liked the shower, though, in my room so much. I took a picture of it and I sent it to our designer to copy it. And maybe we do it at one of our properties uh, somewhere or, or maybe even if I build a home or do something with, with a house someday. The pool had no attendant and no bartender. Um, it's also a hotel that's only been open for less than a year. I like the design. It fits the setting, the desert. Again, staff is extremely amateur. Uh, and I don't know. It, it was good, it, but new food in Arizona, too. Oh, boy. I scooted around Phoenix. I scooted around ASU. I saw the building where I used to call ADP every week at my old job. And I, I almost uh, set fire to it because I hate ADP so much. It's a payroll company. But, um, you know. You'll be okay if you stay there. I'm not. I'm not totally against it. Let's see where they fare. 
Omni Hotel. Service 7, Food 8. Building and Design 9. They get that because it's so new. Uh, guest to staff ratio 7.5. Room rating 9. Again, good rooms, um, good mini bar. Overall score 8.1. So better than these other two that we've gone over in uh, Seattle and New York. All right, Eric. 60 Soho in NYC. Okay. Small chain. Good location in a high-end shopping district. Hotel isn't that up-to-date, and there's no room view. Uh, in contrast, the room view at the standard Highline was very good. Staff isn't that helpful, and it's still an expensive hotel. NYC just makes you feel like you're spending so much for so little. All the hotel rooms and just the hotels in general, no matter how many stars they have, are smaller in scale. That's just how it goes to NYC. I've never experienced Soho like this. It was great. Uh, you know, literally every store is there, uh, but I prefer being in Chelsea or up at 28th Street and 5th in Nomad or up at 55th Street and 5th, uh, kind of Peninsula of St. Regis. Uh, Trump is up there, I guess, uh, Central Park. So I don't know. I don't think I feel like I wouldn't go back. 60 Soho, Service 7, Food 7, Building Setting Design 6, Guest to Staff Ratio 6.5, Room Rating 6.5, Overall Score 6.6, 6. didn't do that great. You know, take it for what it's worth. Um, you might be okay with it, but I, I don't think the cost matches um, the the level that you're at there. Oh, Naples Grand. And they, any comments, Eric? I'm you're getting bored over there. I'm just confused as to why there you only have one of these. There were two when I was here last time. The mic. Yeah. This is a temp mic. All my stuff is in Michigan. For a big pot, big podcast on Friday. All right, whatever. To say something, what do you have to say about the hotel stays? Yeah, nothing. No, I'm 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 over here listening. I've I've only stayed in Omni. So where are you staying in Arlington Heights tonight? We only have a choice from two hotels from what the state picks. So I'm just at a Holiday Inn Express, which is not good. They have like free tricks in the morning, like. Trick cereal and bagels. Yeah, we get we get free sugar. We get very um, sugary cereal for for breakfast. What's your per diem with the government every day? Um, I believe it's. I think it's fourteen dollars a meal. So oh. which which is okay. So McDonald's every. So what do you get? What do you? What would you eat on, when you're traveling? Because you're so like into fitness. Like, what are you eating? I mean. What fits in that price range, I guess, for free is Chipotle. So that's always a good. So you won't go over that per diem? No, I will. I mean, I ate sushi the other night. It was like 50 bucks for me. So by yourself? Yes, by myself. What do you get at Chipotle? Um, I get a, exactly. a bowl with a tortilla on the side. And I get tortillas are 300 calories, my friend. No, but it's carbs. Um, and then I get brown rice with both beans and chicken, sometimes double chicken, a tad little bit of queso, and then all of the salsas, um, corn salsa, and a little bit of mozzarella cheese or whatever cheese they have in lettuce. That's not mozzarella. Um, I don't know what it, so you get four different salsas, corn, mild, medium, and hot. I don't get mild. I get the um, the hot and then the... Pico. Yes, Pico, Pico. Yeah. And corn. Yes. Mm-hmm. What to drink? Water. 
So, so people that work out every day, carbs are good. Uh, depending. I mean, I'm trying to gain weight, so and carbs are more of like an energy source for me. And because my body is more high metabolism than I would say, maybe the average person, I need carbs to you know gain weight. So you're five eleven. Is that a lie or not? I'm your six one, fuckhead. <laughs> I am taller than five eleven. I just don't know the exact height. What is it? What? How, what? What's your exact height? I don't know my exact height. I think. How much do you weigh? Um, like two oh six. I'm like just under six foot. I don't think I'm actually six foot. I think I'm like just under six foot. So, speaking of that, Mike, I am just under six foot. But yes, I'm two oh six and beefy. I guess George. I don't know. What do you think I am? Do you think I'm? What are my choices? Like, put four things and in... okay, three including beefy. What are the other two choices? I mean, let's say skinny, athletic, or beefy, or overweight. You're not overweight. I'm overweight. You're not overweight. Um, you're not skinny. I think in the past, I've known you, you were at more athletic, maybe, I guess, athletic build. That's not to say you're not in great shape. I think today, seeing you, I think you're more beefy. But I think that's a good, probably a good thing. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Um, that's what I would like to be. So beefy with muscle packed on, I guess. Yeah. Well, you still have, you can be beefy and have muscle. Yeah. You never have any. The, the the best thing I can tell you or anybody that's in really good shape is their face is so healthy. You your face doesn't have any fat on it. Your jawline, even with that ugly beard, is is like there's no fat. Like if I do this, you know, there's I can I can grab my neck, my chicken thing coming out. You don't have any of that because you work out so much and you've got a whole regiment thing. So you're doing good. You you you. We're all our own toughest critics. And you probably should back off a little bit on being such a tough critic on yourself because you're, you're fine. Stop worrying so much. I mean, I wouldn't say I worry so much, but it keeps me going. So, okay. Um, all right. Where am I at? God, there's so many fucking hotels. Okay. Naples Grand, near where my parents are. Amazing view from the top floor on 18. I requested a high floor and they gave me the top floor, but very busy hotel. Needs to be renovated. Uh, one elevator was down when I was there. The garage stairwell connector to the lobby was junky, and the garage is just overall very old. The, it's the perfect location. Again, it's near the beach but by my family, but I will likely for Christmas go to the Hilton down the street, or I will try uh, or also try the inn at Pelican Bay. Um, I want to try both of those. I also want to try, there's a brand new AC Marriott in downtown Naples. It's booked for, for Christmas, but it looks really nice. Um, you know, when it's not a holiday or when it's, if, if it's not being booked last minute, the Ritz would be great, but it's, it's not doable. It's just not affordable. Um, this late in the season for Christmas, it's like 30, it's at least 3000 a night and, you know, don't want to do that. But, um, anyway, Naples grants. Okay. I'm not going to go back whatever the Ritz coconut Grove on the Miami side stayed there one night. Uh, I actually left early the, it's old. Uh, all the money went in the lobby. The pool is lame uh, room service. Uh, the number didn't work and they didn't bring bread or butter when I ordered pasta. 
Uh, it didn't feel like an exciting area in Miami. Uh, it seemed very residential and quiet, but just not that fun. It's still very close to the water, very close to all these like boat docks or a port or whatever. Um, and the shower even wasn't anything special overall, just a boring property. I, there's like three Ritz in Miami. I, I wouldn't stay at that one. Okay. The Ritz Coconut Grove. Service 8, food 8, building setting design 7, guest staff ratio 8, room rating 8, overall score 7.8. All right, drum roll, Kevin. Because we're going to a great property. The Four Seasons Surfside, Miami. Okay. Finally stayed there. I've wanted to stay there for probably a year and a half. Um, it's North Miami Beach, pretty close to Bell Harbor, uh, area I've talked about on here before. Simply an amazing property. It combines old with new. It restored the famous surf club. It has an amazing champagne bar. It has an amazing main restaurant. Um, I don't know what to say. I was alone there with Ryan Seacrest. I saw him. <laughs> he was near the entrance to the spa and kind of the pool. But I big-timed him, Eric. Uh, I didn't ask him for anything. I didn't say hi to him. I just walked by him. Okay. If he had been Regis Philbin, who's dead, or David Letterman, maybe it'd be a different story. I don't care how much money... Ryan's worth. Uh, I don't think he's naturally talented at his craft. He just works really hard. And who needs that? Okay. Hard work doesn't mean shit. Fuck it. Right? Yeah. Do you think, are you, what you say? You said, yeah, true. Are you excited by Ryan Seacrest in any way? Am I excited? Like if you saw him, would you be like, oh, hey, Ryan? No, I don't give shit about it. Fuck him. Um, all right. Oh, damn. This, this hotel, man. Where'd my thing go? Okay. Yeah. So the hotel, if you go there, and Eric, I know you're not single. You go there with your with your girlfriend. This is what it can fix for you. If you've got an anniversary coming up, her birthday, you know, I recommend it. You want more sex with your partner? Four Seasons Surfside will do it for you. You want to fix your marriage? Consider it fixed. Are you addicted to fetish porn? You won't be. If you leave, though, if you stay at the hotel and then leave, you want to fix IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, this hotel will fix that. Do you orgasm too fast or too slow? It'll fix both. You won't have any problems if you stay at the Four Seasons Surfside. And no, they're not a sponsor of this podcast because I have no sponsors and this thing only loses money. Oh, Eric's laughing. The Four Seasons Surfside. Kevin, I need some exciting, dramatic music. Service, 9.5. Food, 9. Building setting design, 10. Guest staff ratio, 9.5. Room rating, 10. Mother fucking 10. Overall score, 9.6. Highest score in WAG history. Okay. I would say it's a top three best hotel I've ever been to. 
those other hotels in that category, the Peninsula in Paris, which is not been rated on here, and the Four Seasons in Maui, which is exactly my age. This is going to be a George's pick. That means it's, you, you will never be unhappy. Now, you're going to spend a lot of money. All right. I was there a year ago for the Miami Boat Show, and we tried to stay there. It was 5000 a night. Okay. We didn't stay there too much, too over the top, out of my budget. <laughs> I mean, that's craziness. <laughs> that's, by the way, Eric said he's never do it. He would never do it. That's for a standard fucking room. That's not for your presidential suite. They've got apartments up there, and they only keep expanding that hotel. They they buy property next to that hotel, Eric. They buy it. They tear it down. They expand the Four Seasons because they've got, a, of course, the hotel. They got the residences. Blah 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 blah. But I still think it's a great place. Now I did not spend full price to stay there. I've got Chase Ultimate Rewards points that I never ever use. Probably got eight hundred thousand. I spent a bunch of points and then paid two hundred dollars to the for the night I stayed. So I was smart and I used my points. Otherwise, it would have been, I don't know, probably twelve hundred bucks or fifteen hundred bucks a night. So special occasions, I think it's worth it. Although if you don't care about hotels, don't do it because you you won't be happy. But what's your take on the hotel? What I just yeah, I mean, I said a lot of stuff right there. You're the co-host. Drinking from a fire hose here. Um, no, it sounds like a good hotel. I would obviously that I mean that sounds, I guess, great. Okay. But the last time I was in Miami, I did go with an Airbnb and I would not do that next time around. Yeah. yeah. Hotel. I, I, Airbnbs, come on now. And then you get status, you get get into a thing like where you're with Hilton or you're with Intercontinental or you're with Marriott. I do have um, a Hilton Hilton Rewards, and then I also have because I'm always at the Holiday Inn Express. I also have a thing with them. Uh, what's that? What's that brand called? What's their point thing called? I think it's like what's their is it IHG? Yes. Yeah, it's IHG. It's, it's Intercontinental. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Miami is starting to look like Chicago. It's getting so big. Their skyline, you know, that they're just having a, a still continued strong development. When I was at the Four Seasons. I saw a really big guy with a bib on. He had his napkin up on his shirt. He was eating breakfast <laughs> at the hotel, but his breakfast wasn't like pancakes and sausage and toast. It was granola and yogurt and berries, okay? Which is ridiculous because he was huge. Uh, but he was trying so hard to be good. I do the same thing. It's funny when you see it, but it's futile. That This guy's going to go back to his room and eat the whole mini bar, or he's going to have McDonald's for lunch. And it's too bad. And I, I felt for him because I'm I'm him. I, I'm like him. Um I don't know. But you're you're you you've got a hand over your eye. I mean, who knows? Maybe you've maybe, seen this before. Yeah, I've seen it, but I mean maybe it's uh day one for him instead of one day, you know? Have you heard that saying? It's not. It's not, it's not day one. Um yeah, so fortunate surf sites, panty dropper, it's amazing. You want to impress your husband. You want to impress your wife. You want to impress your boss of a long time. You know, I don't know. Maybe get him a gift, him and his wife. Uh, You'll never go wrong. And, you know, we're all going to die someday. 
no one ever thought they wanted more money on their deathbed. There's nothing to do with that. I don't think you should burn it needlessly, but if it's a really, really special occasion, you want to go to Miami, you want to do something with the person you love, there's nothing better than that hotel. And that's me being there one night. And I stay in hotels all the time. All right. Time to come back to Earth. Talk about the food. Where have you been eating this week? And it's all about where I've been eating because you don't really, you just make your own fucking shit, right? Not this week, I don't. I've been eating kind of shitty um, around Arlington Heights, except for my sushi and then some Chipotle. So, <laughs> what else is, what's been shitty then in Arlington Heights besides sushi and Chipotle? I mean, the breakfast at the hotels, obviously like fake eggs, which I'm not a fan of at all. Mm-hmm. And, Probably everything else that is there is fake and made in a factory. So, okay. NYC, I went to Little Mads. It was like a pre course menu. I thought it was very generous portions for small plate courses. You don't need to add the extras they push. Amazing presentation. Recommend. Ben's Pizza in Soho. I got a pizza bite, not a pizza slice. Very good. And a hot dog that was wrapped in like some pretzel roll. Uh, Both good, but they had no mustard for my hot dog, so I was hurt. I went to uh, High Noodle in Chelsea. H-A-O. How do you say that? H-A-O. High Noodle? Oh, whatever. Nice Szechuan how noodle how noodle in chelsea nice szechuan kung pao great hot tea budokan in chelsea overpriced missed the mark i was there years ago uh very dark and somewhat of a tourist trap don't go there los tacos number one i thought it was hypey but it wasn't it's amazing wish i would have ordered more food i got a uh steak quesadilla so good uh, La Pecora Bianca. I uh, had a lovely Italian lunch there before my flight. Calamari, rigatoni, uh, nice small NYC chain, solid, and nice updated setting inside. Uh, peaceful, pleasant. You'll like it. Argo Tribeca. It's a new Mediterranean place, kind of Italian, kind of Greek. Uh, they're still working some things out because they're brand new, but I'd still recommend. Domu Domu Sushi and Nigiri uh, in Soho. I had one Sapporo. Uh, it gave me a headache for the next 24 hours. There's some ingredient and some alcohol. I guess that beer in my body won't tolerate it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sticking to my drink of choice lately, which is a Belvedere tonic with a splash of grapefruit, uh, which also gives you a lot of different versions of that because tonics and grapefruits at bars differ so much um, wherever you go. Also got late night pizza. Uh, I went to Made in New York Pizza located in West Village. Uh, had a slice, had a root beer. It was so good. It got an 8.3 from one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Um, and uh, it was a cheesy, cheese-only slice in honor of Dave Portnoy. I typically at least get pepperoni on there, and then I add chili fakes, flakes. Although you can be fake, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I typically get yeah pepperoni, whatever, or sausage. I had drinks at the Peninsula New York at Clement. Um, I also saw some of the Christmas lights on 5th, including Christian Dior and Saks. Uh, Cartier store, I saw the tree at Rockefeller Center. It was way too many people. Cartier looked amazing. They seem to be pumping money into marketing lately. I feel like they're doing well. They're about to triple their store here in Chicago. Um, yeah, the area on you know on 5th near Rock Center and Saks is just insane for like 40 days running up to Christmas. 
NYPD had their hands filled, but they do such a great job. Uh, they're so engaged in their work, I still think, compared to our sleepy officers here in Chicago. Um, Naples, I got CPK, uh, California Pizza Kitchen. It was so freaking awful. Never again. I got it to go. I used to really like going there. It's been there forever. Um, but yeah, I have to give them cuts to death now because it was terrible. Brick Tops is always as good in Naples. Uh, my father can never get enough of that place. I always get chicken milanese with a side of fettuccine, but I don't get any chini cheese, Eric. I just get buttered noodles. That's probably not healthy. You don't like buttered noodles? You rather have cheesy noodles? You're too healthy for me to tell you all this shit. <laughs> um, Thai Corner Restaurant and Bar in Whitestown, Indiana. Uh, I stopped there. Didn't want to get fast food. Had some nice fried rice. Had some pork dumplings. Quick highway stop. And then in B-Town, I had Trojan Horse. Hadn't had that in years. It was excellent. They also serve vodka. I had some vodka lemonades. Uh, very, very good. Any really good good food you've had lately, Eric? Uh, I mean, I had that good sushi place. I don't know. I don't remember the name of it though. Uh, a couple nights ago. What's so, your go-to sushi? Well, anything but salmon, or that's in the salmon family because I'm allergic to salmon, unfortunately. Because I used to eat it all the time as a kid. Oh, so you can't have salmon. I asked what you can eat. I said anything but salmon. Sushi. Do you like yellowtail, toro, bluefin tuna? Yeah, that shit. That's my favorite. Yes, yeah, I do like that. As long as it's not in the salmon family, I don't I'm not really one to shy away from any seafood, so mm, I'm riveting. Okay. Eric, uh yeah, thank you again. I, I can't tell how this went because I've had these like two dr- like kind of one point five drinks and I'm all like hyper from the caffeine. I just drink water, so I don't know. Okay, songs of the week. Just Us by DJ Khaled and SZA. That Don't Impress Me Much by Shania Twain. That don't impress me much. So you got the brains, but have you got the touch? And Ocean Drive by PME. I just want to have sex on the beach, take a ride to Ocean Drive. Oh, oh. And remember to listen to any of these songs that are featured today on the pod or to any that have been played on WAG. Just search WAG playlist on Spotify for the show's playlist. Every time I release an episode, I update that playlist. And that's it for this episode. Thanks. Well, you have something for Okay, I can wait then. What do you have for on the show? You have a gift for me? Okay. I'll th- no one, I don't even give, give any gifts, so I will take a gift. Speak in there. It's Bosa. It stands for Be One Step Ahead. It's taped, so we're, we can open it. But um, this, it's a supplement. And yeah, it is. It's a supplement. And um, the person that made this is a Fido, actually. Oh. Um, his dad is a doctor. And it's backed by like athletes. It's been tested with athletes and um, other. I guess you can read that if you want. It's up to you, but it's backed by athletes. They've done a lot of testing, but it's all organic um, ingredients and everything. So it's like a it's like a plant performance dietary supplement, and I, I have it as well. So 
Bosa, co-founders Justin Reynolds and Paul Diamond, plant performance, strawberry kiwi. We'll, we'll see if you like it. Uh, thank you doesn't seem to adequate, adequately express how meaningful your sport is to us. While this pouch may just seem like a daily step toward better health for you, it validates our mission to make holistic supplements with honest intentions. This quest toward a healthier, happier, better life started over three years ago. Since then, countless hours have gone into making a daily supplement. We're proud to call Plant Performance. We're so excited to have you in the Bosa family and promise to do everything we can to help you be one step ahead in your quest, whatever it may be, with sincere gratitude and excitement. Those co-founders be one step ahead. Do you use this? Yeah, I do. I, ha- I have it. I take it. Um, the kid that made it, he was the president of Fido when I was um, working with them, and he talked to me about it. And obviously, he did all the work, but he like thought, asked me what I thought of it. And when he first came out with it, he gave me a free thing of it to try. And my mom, my mom takes it as well. So. Is the kid in our fraternity? Is his, he's Justin Reynolds, right? Where's Where's he from? I don't remember. No where he's from. Okay, this looks really official. You got this for me as a gift. Yeah. Wow, that's so. Why would you get me a gift? That's so sweet. Why? Thank you, Eric. That's very nice. Manufactured for Bosa in Weldon Spring, Missouri. Let's see. The fruits, vegetables, greens, probiotics. Antioxidants, fiber, amino acids, natural compounds, digestive enzymes, herbals, and adaptogens in BOSA support overall health and then all these different things, cognitive, cardiovascular, all this stuff. And so so I gotta take this if I work out. No, you don't you don't have to take it just to work out. You can I mean you can take it upon awakening or you know, just throughout the day whenever you want. Hmm. It's not just a pre-workout supplement. It's more of an all-around kind of wellness supplement will it like say i'm it's in the afternoon i've had a big lunch it's kind of like me i'm tired i take some of that am i going to feel energized or sharp things like that yeah i would definitely like if you're going to resort to an energy drink i would take that instead (laughs) i don't take energy drinks the only time i drink energy drinks is if i want to party like tonight and i do sugar-free red bull and vodka and I do like an up, like an upper and a downer. But typically, I don't drink any energy drinks ever. I go to Starbucks a lot in the morning, and I'll get like a mocha, small mocha, or I'll drink iced tea, unsweet iced tea that has caffeine in it. But that's the extent of my caffeine. But caffeine also makes me really anxious, so I have anxiety problems too. Yeah, I would say that this is more of a natural. Will that make me anxious? I mean, I would say I hope not. But I mean, there's only one way to find out: trial and error. So. Well, thank you, your sweetheart. And thank you for taking the time to do this. It is now 943 uh, Central, 1043 Eastern, 1043 your time. Um, you came down here from Arlington Heights, and we appreciate it here at WAG. Me and my producer, or my uh, editor and my social media guy. So, Eric, you're a good dude. You're a good egg. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep wearing little bracelets like that. Keep keeping your beard. You know, what kind of keep wearing Converse and whatever you're up to. Okay, Eric, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you for the gifts. No one ever gives me a gift. That's so sweet. Um, yes, that's it for this episode. 
Uh, thank you for listening to The World According to George, available anywhere you find podcasts, uh, even though you're all listening on Apple or Spotify. Remember to follow Chicago underscore pod on Instagram and DM me anything that's on your mind, relationship problems, restaurant picks, or you just want me to visit a new hotel and review it on the pod. It was a huge hotel episode. I hope it was entertaining. Um, we'll see you next time right here. I'm really excited about the next show, so please stay tuned. Uh, and everyone, have a great week and be safe. Um, Drive slow. Don't text and drive. Watch those wintry uh, highway conditions. And uh, yeah, keep in touch. I love you all. Thank you. Eric, thank you. I have one last thing to say for my Spotify rap. You were my number one podcast. So that's what were you? What percentage fan were you? Like top 5% or 10%? I don't know, actually. That's great. Thanks for saying that last fucking wasting everyone's time. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. This is it. Talk to you later. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.